Welcome to Gear Up with Gear Experts, episode 11, Harnesses. Gear Up with Gear Experts is a bi-weekly show hosted by me, John Medina, and my colleague Alex Giddings. The show is for AHE workers, industry, and construction, and is brought to you and produced by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. This episode's theme is Harnesses. A harness is the apex of a fall protection setup. It's where all the other equipment converges, and it's something that you have on for a large portion of the day. Today we are proud to have gear expert Michelle Galloway as our guest in the studio. Michelle is the National Sales Administrator for GME Supply and has been with the company for almost six years. Michelle, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey at GME Supply and Columbia Safety? Hey John and Alex, thanks for having me today. As you mentioned, I've been with GME for almost six years now. Um, It's been a pretty awesome journey to say the least. I've been lucky enough to work in several different departments here at GME, so that's really helped me learn all the different products. Um, I currently work in the sales department on the national accounts and help out with the sales team, so that's been really fun. Awesome, Michelle. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, this week we're talking all about harnesses, and we're happy to have you in the studio with us today to talk about it. So let's get to the fun part, questions. Alex, care to start the questions? Sure, John. So, Michelle, picking a harness can be a difficult task. There are literally thousands of harnesses out there with a lot of different configurations and different features. Could you kind of go through your recommendations on how to narrow down the right harness for you or your crew. Sure, well, as John mentioned earlier, the harness is pretty much the centerpiece of your fall protection setup. I think the first thing you wanna look at is to make sure that the harness meets the ANSI requirements or the safety standards for your area. After that, the first thing I like to look at with my customers is what's the application? What industry are you working in? What kind of work are you doing? Different harnesses for different industries have different features. For example, a tower harness typically has six D-rings and a seat, whereas someone who's just doing work up on a rooftop may only just have a simple harness with one dorsal D-ring on the back. So that makes a big difference um, by industry. After that, we can kind of pare it down to if you're doing any kind of specialty work. For example, if you're welding, you may need a harness made out of Kevlar. If you don't have any special needs like that, we can move along to special features such as aluminum D-rings, whether you need extra padding or you have a preference on that, how much the harness weighs. And this is typically where a customer's brand preference comes into play if they do have one. Some climbers or customers that wear harnesses often are used to a certain brand, so they usually prefer that up front just since they're comfortable with that one. Another important part in selecting a harness is sizing. Um, You need to make sure that you do get the proper size, and we can always help you out with that if you need to call in and need a little extra guidance on which size to choose. We also have sizing charts by manufacturer that can help point you in the right direction. Selecting the correct size of harness um, just ensures that the D-rings and the attachment points are all located at the proper spot on your body, and it allows for the correct fit that ensures your safety. Well, and I think the the other piece to that is if the harness doesn't fit correctly it's not going to be comfortable mm-hmm. and you're not going to wear it so you know whether you're selecting a harness for yourself or you're a safety director making sure that the harness fits properly for every person that will be wearing it is really important and another piece that our gear experts can help can help out with is we can work with you send you potentially a couple sizes to try on and as long as they're not used in the field 
we can work with you to, to return the ones that don't work or that sort of thing. So th those options are also available. Awesome. So it sounds like features are something that can really be a factor when you're trying to pick what kind of harness. So one of the features that I want to kind of focus on for a minute is the different connection options. So the three common connection options are tongue buckle, pass-through buckle, and quick connect buckle. Can you break down those for us? Yeah, so the three different type of connection points, there's tongue and buckle, like you just mentioned. That's basically your normal belt with belt loops, the grommets, and the prong that you adjust by sticking the side with the holes in and adjusting the prong through. Something that people like about the tongue and buckle option is that once you adjust it, it stays in place and you know, you're good to go for the day. The only um, negative I see about this is it does take a little bit longer to put your harness on, but that's about it for that one. The second option is the quick connect buckles. Um, this is the easiest and fastest option out there on a harness. It's basically a tongued in that you slide through the clip and once you secure that and it clicks, you're good to go. You can tighten it and loosen it easily from that spot. This option is typically a little bit more expensive, but it tends to be the easiest to use. The third option is the pass-through buckle. It's uh, also referred to as the parachute buckle. It's two buckles that the smaller one slides through the larger and that secures the attachment point on the harness. This is usually the most economical option and typically found in more, on your more simple harnesses. Yeah, so I guess the the piece with the quick connect and the pass-through is they may require a little bit more adjustment, uh, especially throughout the day. There is a potential that those can work themselves loose, um, even though there are design features that are made to mitigate that problem where the tongue buckle, once you have it cinched up to the proper size, it won't work itself loose. All right, so next up would be what are some things that you found that make a huge difference in harness quality that may not be directly related to functionality? Yeah, I'd say some of the big attributes that make a difference in the harness quality would be first the padding. Certain harnesses offer extra padding in core spots that can make a harness a lot more comfortable if you're going to be wearing it all day long. That could be in the shoulders, in your leg straps. Another feature would be additional tool loops or spots to secure your tools such as on the tool belt on the harness. Um, beyond that, there are lanyard parks where you can attach your lanyard to for when you're not using it to keep it out of the way. Yeah, and some other things that come to mind, um, some harnesses feature, uh, a, say, an elastic loop or something to help keep loose ends of webbing uh, tied up so they're not falling down and in your way when you're working. Um, accessory loops on the seat or uh, on the, the waist belt, kind of like you mentioned, to tie off tool lanyards. Um, tool tethers for dropped object prevention, or just to hold extra carabiners, um, positioning lanyards, that sort of thing while you're working. And another piece that uh, kind of came to mind when you were talking about comfort was not only just where padding is, but what the padding is made of. Uh, a lot of different manufacturers have different varieties of padding, whether it be gel, simple foam, um, or something that's more molded that kind of helps allow airflow through the harness. So those are all things to kind of consider when you're looking at harness features beyond simple configuration, connection types, that sort of thing. Awesome. And historically, at height industries and construction haven't been known for having a large number of women in the workforce, but we are starting to see a change and seeing more women become active in these industries. 
So what kind of tips and tricks do you have for women who are looking to purchase a harness? Yeah, I actually get this request pretty frequently now, and I think that's awesome to see more and more women in the at-height industries. Um, one of the requests I get is that every harness that they have on hand is too big for the women. They need a smaller harness, and luckily we do have some options now. We have extra small harnesses that can accommodate um, anyone who's smaller, who needs a smaller size. Another complaint or concern that I get from women is that, you know, the men's harnesses don't fit the women correctly where they should. So we do have certain styles that can accommodate women. They tend to fit better and be more comfortable for the women, especially if you're out there climbing all day long. Um, there are certain ones that attach in different spots that can help women out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show to talk about harnesses with us. We do have one last question before we let you go. If someone wanted to reach out to you for more information on harnesses or harness choices, how could they get in touch with you? Yeah, they can call me directly at 573-552-4405, or you could shoot me an email, and that email address is michelle, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, at gmesupply.com. Or you can also find me on LinkedIn at Michelle N. Galloway. Thanks, Michelle. And then we'd also like to remind everyone that they can chat with our customer service by calling the general phone number. It's 718-210-3913. Or you can visit gmesupply.com or colsafety.com and hit the click here to chat button in the lower right-hand corner. Now it's time to move on to our weekly insight. Michelle Galloway just dropped some knowledge bombs about harnesses, and we want to stay in, the theme, in that theme of harnesses. This week, we're going to talk about harness inspection. Alex, let's start with the basics. What are the main things to look at when inspecting a harness? Yeah, so there's three main things to look at when inspecting a harness. Uh, first is the labels and markings. Things to look for are if the labels are intact. Uh, obviously, you want all of the labels to be there and legible. So do you have all the appropriate ANSI, OSHA, and or CSA markings that are required? Uh, how about the date of first use, the date that it was put into service? And then finally, has the impact indicator, typically on the shoulder straps, uh, has that been deployed or triggered, which would be a sign that the harness has been involved in a fall? Next, we want to start looking at the harness hardware. What condition are the shoulder adjustment buckles in? What about the leg and waist buckles? How about the other hardware on the harness? Say, you know, the D-rings, they should be closely inspected to make sure that there's uh, no rust, no major cuts, uh, or any kind of defects that may decrease their safety. Um, you want to look at the dorsal, side, shoulder, uh, sternal, and seat D-rings in case that any of those exist. And then, uh, you know, double check for corroding, pitting, or any major nicks or anything like that. And then the final piece of the puzzle is to inspect the webbing and stitching. What condition are the shoulder, chest, leg, and back straps in? Does the harness have any cuts, burns, or holes in the webbing? Are there any uh, paint or chemical contaminations that may decrease the integrity of the webbing or excess wear, heat corrosion, or UV damage? And then the stitching needs to be looked at to make sure that it is all intact as well. And if your harness fails to pass any of those inspection points, it's time to retire your harness. After all, the purpose of inspecting the harness is to make sure that it can handle the job it was meant to do. So if it fails inspection, it's not in compliance with ANSI requirements and should be retired or replaced immediately. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and one thing to note on that is retiring a harness is more than just tossing it back in the job trailer or into your storage container. 
Um, retiring a harness literally means destroying it. So cutting the webbing. So it's very clear that there is no way that it could ever be used for an actual job again. Exactly. And we've got an additional resource to help with harness inspection. Uh, Alex, could you give us some details on that? Yeah, John. So we've got free downloadable harness inspection forms available in our knowledge base. These forms take you through all of the different inspection sections that we covered uh, a few minutes ago with some visual aids on specific sections of the harness. You can see all of those forms at gmesupply.com learn. In addition to the harness inspection forms, we've also got a bunch of blog posts covering a range of different harness subjects. There will be links to the inspection form and all of the blog posts in our show notes, and you can find those show notes at gearexperts.com episode 11. We'd also like to remind everyone that while the show is meant to be fun, entertaining, and informative, it is not intended to replace proper in-depth training. Manufacturer's instructions must also be followed and reviewed before any equipment is used, and proper training should be received before operating any equipment or before climbing. We'd like to hear from you about why you climb. Email us a voice message at gearup at gearexperts.com about why you climb and what climbing means to you for a chance to be featured on the show and win some swag, of course. We hope you had fun and found a lot of value in today's episode. You can find more information and detailed show notes at gearexperts.com episode 11. Get social with us at Gear Expert Show, at GME Supply, and at COL Safety on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and LinkedIn. Gear Up with Gear Experts is available on all major podcast listening platforms. Hit that subscribe button if you're new to the show. We'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to tell your friends, too. If you've got a few extra seconds to drop a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and let us know how we're doing, that'd be awesome. Gear Up with Gear Experts is presented, produced, and edited by GME Supply and Columbia Safety and Supply. Your hosts are Alex Giddings and John Medina. And until next time, climb high.